We're talking good money moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. QR code scams, the topic today on Good Money Moves with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. And Jenna, you've had some great information. I've learned a lot. I probably won't sleep tonight about these <laughs> QR code scams. Um, what else should our listeners know to stay safe and not be a victim? Yeah, so, I, you know, some final thoughts I would have about QR code scams are, you know, use caution if you're trying to make a payment using a QR code since, you know, those bad actors, they will try to redirect your funds to somewhere that benefits them and not you. Um, you know, don't download an app from a QR code. Instead, use your phone's app store to find an app um, if you're interested in downloading it. Um, you certainly do not need to download a QR code scanner app even anymore. Most phones have them built in um, with their own cameras and that's probably the better way to go because those scanners themselves can sometimes have malicious um, codes built into them. So if you recently um, you know, bought something that you received in an email like saying that the payment failed or you that you're being asked to complete the payment through a QR code, call the company to verify it, locate the company's phone number from the trusted site, not the phone number given in the email from the QR code, anything like that. Just be very diligent with that stuff. Um, if you do think that your funds have been stolen from an altered QR code, just like any other type of fraud, contact your financial institution immediately and alert them of the, of the fraudulent transaction that occurred. Okay. I got a question um, about that. Yeah. If I act super quickly, I mean, how quickly could I act to stop that transaction from going through, or is it already too late? Um, Well, it's probably too late. However, um, that doesn't mean that your financial institution can't work with you to try to, depending on how the payment was made, to try to get the funds back in some way or can't work with you to ensure that no additional funds get taken. Okay. So if you paid that payment with a credit card, you might be in a better condition than you would have if it was out of uh, your savings account. Yes, in, okay. in some cases, yes. In some yep, cases, absolutely. okay. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, QR codes can be created really quickly and easily, but just like any other, you know, technology tools, they get hijacked by fraudsters, right? So um, they QR codes do serve legitimate purposes in in our everyday life, and they are super convenient. So don't be afraid to really ever <laughs> necessarily scan a QR code again. Just make sure you are paying attention before you give out information, uh, you know, download any apps, um, provide your information, um, or try to make any payments from something that started as a QR code. Just Sorry, just I'm done. Attention. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Never again. Sorry. Okay. Obviously, important and excellent information shared with us this morning by Jenna Tobble. Mm-hmm. So what are the resources on, well, QR codes, other scams? I mean, I, I bet you just have a ton of information about fraud and scams on the First Alliance Credit Union website. Yes, absolutely. We talk about frauds and scams all the time on our blog, which you can find at firstalliancecu.com. Um, our blog, we release new financial tips and advice every week. We talk about ways to keep yourself safe from identity theft all the time. Um, 
of course, you know, past episodes of this show that we've covered on, on this very top, well, not this very topic, but similar topics, right? Fishing, identity theft, that kind of thing. You can listen to those at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com. Um, also, I encourage you to subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, or Spotify podcasting services. Um, and of course, I strongly encourage you to contact and connect with our advisors at First Alliance Credit Union. They are here to help you with all of life's things like avoiding fraud. Which has obviously become an important topic for all of us. Yes, absolutely. Well, that's awesome. Stop in and chat with somebody if you have any more questions about this or anything to do with Good Money Moves. Jenna, thanks so much. Yeah, thank you, Andy. And we'll talk again next week about Good Money Moves right here on News Talk 1340 KROC AM at 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. It's Good Money Moves, News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM, Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union on with myself, Andy Brownell, this morning to talk about one of the newer twists when it comes to fraud, uh, scams, whatever, it's QR codes. And Jenna, I hope uh, you have some information you can share with us uh, to how to avoid being scammed by these phony, malicious QR codes. Yeah, absolutely. So there are definitely some basic rules for engaging with QR codes that everyone should know so they don't fall victim to fraud or and lose money, right? Um, so the first one I would say is don't open links or scan QR codes from strangers, right? Unsolicited ones, especially if they've been sent to you via email. Um, there's no reason to for a QR code to come in through email, right? That's what yep. you can just easily click a link. So that's usually a, a red flag if somebody's you know emailed you a QR code. So um, you know unsolicited messages with those links or codes they tend to lead to scam sites or access the functionality on your smartphone in some really unwanted ways, like we talked about earlier in the show. So bad news. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, just be mindful that some scams are going to appear to come from legitimate sources, just like any other scam attempt, right? So just double check and see if it is indeed what it says that it is, like before you give them any information about yourself or enter any payment information, anything like that, just verify. Right, and you can check the official website of wherever it's taking you to confirm, um, such as by, you know, accessing your account or contacting a customer service representative of the location that's taking you to, to really follow up on any type of communication that was maybe sent to you via QR code. Um, especially if you're getting like offers for things that just seem too good to be true, right? Don't, don't fall for that. That's, that's a classic scam attempt. I had one come in pretending to be an Amazon one. And it was offering this fantastic deal, and I was super sleepy, and I thought, wow, that's a great deal. you got to check this out. And I got as far as putting in my username, and I went, oh, wait a minute. What are you doing? And, of course, yeah. it, I looked at it again, and it was an obvious scam. Good thing you Close call. Yeah. Well, and that's what happens, though. That's exactly how it happens. So many people who would normally would be very vigilant just are in a hurry. Yep. Like, yeah, this seems normal. Or, you know, maybe they're expecting something similar and just aren't thinking it through. That It's very common that that happens. Um, 
you know, I, I would say another good way to try to avoid falling victim to, you know, a QR code scam or really any scam, to be honest, you know, if you receive a, a bill with a QR code for payment, just see if there's another way you can pay it, such as directly on the company's website or simply through like your online bill pay through your bank or your credit union. Um, so that you know that the address is legitimate, right? It just kind of provides that that second check. I mean, yeah. it's always good to know you can make payments online and make it easy. But when, especially if this is the first time you're engaging with this particular source, just try to find a, a more um, traditional way to make that payment. I think it'll just save you a lot of headache, right? And then, you know those tend to be less susceptible to fraud if you're logging into your online banking or the company's website directly. Um, right. And just, you know, check to see if the requested payment is even legitimate in the first place. Sometimes we just, oh, yeah. we said earlier, it gets so busy just like, Oh yeah, I, I guess I do owe this place money, you know, cause you just are going so fast, but slow down. Just make sure that you're not paying something that's not real. I get those uh, fake invoices all the time. Drives me crazy. Yeah. All the time. Um, you know, and then just, again, think twice about following those shortened links. Like, as I mentioned earlier, shortened links can be used, um, to send you to a Melissa's website because it's hiding the true, um, link that it's trying to get you to go to. Um, you know, this is particularly the case with unsolicited like emails or other communications. Um, and Honestly, it can be the case with like a friend or family member too, if their device or account was hacked sometimes, uh, you know, it can seem like it's coming from a really legitimate source. So I always just double check that stuff. Um, you know, so if someone, you know, sends you a QR code, just confirm before scanning it, right? Whether it was from a text message from a friend on, or from a message on social media, from me, like a coworker, you know, contact that person directly before you scan the code just to make sure they haven't been hacked. Cause that does happen too. So I'm old enough now that none of my friends would send me a QR code. So I'm pretty safe. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and if it, if it did show up, I, I would know automatically it's a scam. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and everybody communicates differently and that's why yep. it's so important to talk through all the different considerations. Cause you just never know. Um, and again, I kind of mentioned this earlier too, but like watch out for tampering. If, you know, if scammers have been known to kind of stick their own QR codes over the top of those legitimate ones. Um, so if you see any sign of like altering of that or the placement looks maybe a little careless, you know, just don't scan the code. Right. I mean, right. It's, it's so easy to slap a sticker on something and then you're not thinking twice about it. You know, you're waiting for the bus or something and, Oh, what's this code? I'll look that up. And then all of a sudden there's some malicious on your phone. So and the easiest solution is Google the name of the organization that put up the poster. Yes. And that might get you to a legitimate link. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and, and then I'll just touch on there, you know, uh, maybe a more drastic step you could take if you're really concerned about it. Um, you can install different mobile security on your phone. So there's definitely comprehensive like online protection software that you can um, access for your mobile devices, as well as like your computers and laptops too. Um, and in this case, it can just help detect bad links associated with QR codes and really steer you clear of accessing the kind of malicious sites and downloads that might be associated with those oh, okay. QR codes. So there is some security out there. So if you're really worried about it, look for a product that might be able to help you. Yeah. Okay. Well, very good. We're talking QR code scams. 
Oh, what's next? And uh, <laughs> we'll continue with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union on Good Money Moves in just a moment here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome to another episode of Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell and of course Jenna Tobble, Director of Brandon Dis- Digital member experience at First Alliance Credit Union joins me. Good morning, Jenna. Good morning, Andy. Okay, last week we had a great conversation about insurance with Joe Mellenbrook from Liberty Mutual. Mm-hmm. What's the good money moves topic for today? Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about a topic that we've covered several times before on this show, but one that honestly can never truly be talked about enough because it just you just need to know it. It's scams, fraud, and how to kind of keep yourself safe. And here's why I say it's something that we need to keep talking about, right? Some pull in some statistics because you know how much I love to refer to those. So (laughs) (laughs) in the U.S. alone, one in 10 adults will fall victim to a scam or fraud every year. So that's, that's not... That's likely to be you, is what I'm saying. So in 2021 alone, $43 billion in losses stemmed from identity theft scams that were, um, you know, criminals where they were interacting directly with consumers to steal their information through methods like robocalling, phishing emails, right? On average, those victims lost about $1,100. There was um, a case per victim just a couple of weeks ago locally where. A woman lost like 80,000 to one of these scammers. Oh yeah. I mean, you can, you can lose a lot of money to these, these things cause they make them very believable, oh. which we've, you know, talked about before, you know, um, you know, and then there's kind of the more traditional type of identity fraud, um, where they gain kind of personally identifiable information through something like a data breach somehow, right? And those losses were about $13 billion in 2021. So big money is being lost to fraud and scams every year. Billions of dollars. Yes, with a B. Right. (laughs) I'm I'm picturing the guy from... uh, Oh, goodness. Austin Powers movie with his finger across his mouth. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Billions. Yes. Yeah, so fraud, scams, they're alive and well today, and honestly, they just keep evolving, right? Then that's actually what we're going to focus on a little bit today is there's actually... It's new-ish type of scam that's getting a lot of attention lately, and that's called the QR code scams. Yep, it's been in the news, so... It has. For those who don't already know what they are, what, what is a QR code? 
Yeah, good question. So QR codes, they've actually been around for a while, but QR is short for quick response, right? And QR codes are those square kind of pixelated patterned images that you've kind of started to see all over the place, especially in the in the past few years where you can scan it with the camera of your smartphone and it like pops up some information, right? Yep. See them at the so, restaurants all over the place. Yeah. So Q, every QR code essentially consists of like a unique pattern of blocks and dots, um, which represent code that ha- just holds certain pieces of information, right? And so QR codes are actually packed with high volumes of information in, in that really quite a small amount of space, right? So you can kind of think about them. They're very similar to like a barcode, um, but they hold about 300 times more data oh, than wow. a barcode can. So they're, yeah. They were actually originally used for tracking things in a very industrial setting in the early 1990s. They were um, invented by um, a gentleman by the name of Mashihiro Hara, who was a worked in a manufacturing plant for a subsidiary of uh, of Toyota. You know, so it was a it was used to track vehicle parts Makes as they moved through production. So. Yeah, very interesting how they've now kind of taken on a much more consumer type applications with the rise of smartphones. So, um, especially in, you know, due to the pandemic where everything needs to be contact free and easy. And um, so now you really just kind of point your smartphone camera at a QR code and you can order food at a restaurant, pay for parking, download coupons at the drugstore, schedule appointments, um, you name it, right? You can really create a QR code out of just about any type of um, online platform. Um, And of course, if you watched the Super Bowl this year, you probably saw that QR code that floated around the TV screen in one of the commercials. I hated that commercial. If you scanned it with your phone, it would have taken you to like a cryptocurrency exchange site. So they're starting to, more and more places are finding kind of unique ways to get you to engage with them through QR codes. And that's exactly why I won't scan them if I don't know what it's about, because I would have gone, ah, after going to a crypto site. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a whole nother that's a whole nother episode, cryptocurrencies, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I mean I, I get the convenience part of this. And and obviously I've used them in places where it makes sense to use them. But um you brought up the QR code scams and I've seen headlines about this. Yeah. How are they using this to scam us? Yeah, so not every QR code is what it seems, right? Just like any communication technology, right? They've come up with a tool for bad actors, right? They kind of try to find a way to use that communication technology and steal from you in some way. They will, they've been doing it forever and ever, right? Those fraudsters, the scammers, they love trying to figure out new ways to scam people. And this is just the flavor of the week. So, okay. um, so, but before I dig into how that works, it's really important to know that a QR code itself can't be hacked, Right. But a fraudster can generate a malicious QR code that sends you to a fake website. Okay. So if, if, you know, if First Alliance Credit Union created a QR code, there's no way for a hacker to go in and change that specific code. They could, however, create a fake First Alliance site and then use a QR code to get you there. So it's a phishing attack. 
It really is. It really is. They work very similar to fishing attacks with a few kind of added quirks to them, of course. So classically speaking, fishing attacks, like we've discussed before on the show, um, use false links uh, that pose as a legitimate website in the hopes that you'll follow them to, uh, you know, that fraudster's malicious website, and then you'll take some action. Right. And they'll try to get you to enter a passcode or something like that. Right. Yeah. Designed to trick you into providing personal information, credit card numbers, you know, you name it, all in the context of some special offer or some kind of account alert sometimes, right? And then, by, or by clicking that fake link, sometimes it'll send you to a site that then infects your computer with malware, things like that. So those, it's much the same with a QR code. Um, but the differences are that, the, again, the QR code itself, there's no real way to look at a QR code and determine if it's legitimate or not, right? So, you know, when you're looking at phishing attempts, typically you can, you know, maybe spot misspellings or typos or maybe the URL they're trying to send yeah. you doesn't look quite white. But QR codes in itself is not the problem. It's the place that it's sending you to that's the problem. So there's no true way to know what you're scanning until you scan it. Um, secondly, QR codes can access, they can be set up to access other functions on your phone um, to download an app or to turn on certain things on your phone. And then the scammers can then use them to open up payment apps or add contacts, write text messages, or even make phone calls um, when you scan a bogus QR code. So well, this might spell the end of QR codes. I hate to say that. <laughs> so what, do you have any examples of these bad actor QR codes and where they might show up? Yeah, so they can kind of show up in a lot of places, just like any scam, right? They try to seem very legitimate. Um, you could receive an email, a direct message on Facebook, a text message. You could, it could be a flyer on the street, a piece of mail you get sent in the mail that includes a QR code, right? So just, just like a legitimate business could do those same things. So um, right, you're supposed to scan the code with your camera phone and it'll open the link. And then in some scams, the QR code takes you to that phishing site where you're prompted to enter that information, login credentials, you know, whatever it is the scammer's trying to steal. And then other times, you know, sometimes those con artists, like I mentioned, they'll use those QR codes to automatically launch your payment apps and or follow a malicious social media account. So these are just some examples. But some more specific examples that I can think of would be like um, locations where this scammer can replace an otherwise legitimate QR code with a phony one, right? So think about like those printed posters you might yeah. see at an airport, bus stop, restaurant or something, and they can kind of almost put a, a QR code sticker over the top of what a legitimate one is. So that's maybe a good indication like, oh, maybe I shouldn't scan that. It doesn't look quite right. Or maybe it's, you know, um, things like that. Or um, some have come in the form of, of like fake parking tickets designed to make you think you've parked illegally or something and need to pay a fine. And so you scan the code to pay the fine, but really you're paying the fraudster. Um, they can show up on like random flyers, fake ads on the street, um, even phony debt consolidation offers by mail. So always just be very cognizant of what you're scanning right those those paranoid i think yeah i mean they, again they can open up notifications on your smartphone to follow links things like that so i really just can't stress enough that just like any other phishing scam scammers are going to do their best to make it 
look legitimate. So they can alter a company name to make it look like it's coming from the company you think it is. They can, um, the, they'll use those link shorteners that take otherwise long web addresses and compress them into short strings of characters so you can't truly tell where you're being taken. Um, you know, and so in this way, there's really more to QR codes than simply kind of pointing and scanning it. You just need to have a mix of caution and consideration to really spot the legitimate uses from the malicious ones, unfortunately. There's well, you know, I'm counting my lucky stars because I avoid those things. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I can think of only maybe a half dozen times since smartphones came around where I used one. And then every time I use it, I'm disappointed anyway because... Let's say I'm at a restaurant. It just takes me to the website of the restaurant where I'm at. And I'm like, well, I could have just Googled that. <laughs> you could have. Yes. Yeah. But it does amaze me. Well, part of it actually amazes me. It took this long for this to become a serious problem because it seems as if this would have been an obvious one for the scammers a long time ago because it's so hard to detect that somebody made an alteration that's malicious. Yeah. Well, that's a great point, Andy. And I think the, the reason for the rise of it is because QR codes kind of fell out of fashion, right. it kind of became this old fashioned way of doing things. And the pandemic kind of re-energized the use of QR codes for sure. convenience purposes. And that is really what the fraudsters are capitalizing on is people's new and invigorated acceptance of the QR code. Right. Because when you go to the restaurant, instead of touching the menu, you just use the QR code to take you to the menu page of their website. Right. Yeah. Oh, they have to ruin everything that's good. It seems like it. It seems like it. <laughs> All right. We're talking fraud, which is always an important topic when you're talking about good money moves. And this time, the latest Twitch QR codes. So be careful. And we'll continue our discussions about QR codes and maybe talk about how we can avoid being scammed by these things, the malicious ones, when we return with more. Good Money Moves with Jenna Tobble at First Alliance Credit Union on News Talk 1340, KROC AM, and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM, and 96.9 FM. 